Hey there, and welcome to the Love, Laugh, Let It Go podcast. I'm Lindsay, and if you're anything like me, you've let perfectionism, timelines, and the opinions of others control your life and hold you back. Yikes. Girl, it's time to change that, and I'm so glad you're here. On this podcast, we're all about loving ourselves, laughing as we figure life out, and letting things go that stand in the way of living the lives we've dreamed of. So let's freaking go as we love, laugh, and let it go together. Hey, 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 and welcome back. I am so excited for today's episode, and I'm so excited that you're here because we're breaking down one of my favorite or least favorite topics, which is comparison. But before we jump into all of that, I have a few things that I need to touch on. First, If you listened to episode five last week, I had no idea I was touching on such a controversial topic. When I said what I said, I truly just, I didn't know what kind of drama I was stirring up when I called cheese balls disgusting. If you would have told me that the first like controversial topic that I talked about on this podcast was going to be cheese balls and whether they're good or not, I would have laughed in your face. But um, overwhelmingly, I got a lot of feedback about how dare I criticize cheese balls. So me and my friend Courtney put polls up on our Instagram stories to resolve this because I was so confident when I first started getting these messages from people that like most people found cheese balls disgusting. And I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong and I am overwhelmingly in the minority when it comes to thinking that cheese balls are disgusting. And I don't think that I've ever seen anybody so happy than when I shared the results of that poll with my father, who I think has listened to me talk about how disgusting cheese balls are for a solid like five years. So all of you cheese ball lovers out there, I don't understand your love for them, but I now have no choice but to respect that love, I guess. Secondly, I just want to say thank you. This podcast has been out for just a few days over a month and Love Laugh Let It Go is in the top 10% of podcasts globally and I couldn't do it without your support. So thank you so much. And if you listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, I would also be so grateful if you would take the time to give it five stars and write a short review. This helps to establish more credibility and in the future, I'm hoping to bring on some really fun guests Uh, to this podcast and ratings and reviews help demonstrate that listenership and that engagement. Um, So again, thank you so much for listening. You help make this so much fun. And I love hearing from you when you really vibe with something on this podcast or, you know, when you don't, like when I talk about cheese balls. So anyway, (laughs) there's that. So thank you. And finally, before we get into the nitty gritty of today's episode, I want to take a quick second to plug my friend and first college roommate, Katie Jordan, for her amazing screenplay uh, production of Yaya Knows Best, which she wrote and edited herself. Uh, Katie moved to Chicago a few years ago to continue pursuing her dream of being an actress, and she's super freaking talented, guys. And Yaya Knows Best was supposed to be a stage production last year, but COVID happened, right? So everything blew up like everything. And she pivoted and created a video production for our entertainment. And so if you want to be entertained, learn something about Greek heritage, enjoy theatrics, 
all while supporting my sweet friend, I would highly recommend checking it out. And I will link the details in the show notes um, if that's something you want to do. Access is available for a suggested donation of $10 through June 6th of this year, 2021. So I absolutely admire the fact that she didn't let the pandemic stop her from sharing her passion and talent with the world. And I'm super inspired by her dedication to, you know, share with all of us what she's super capable of. So seriously, like I highly recommend checking it out. It's about 45 minutes long and it's so good. So with that, let's dive in. Comparison. Is it holding you back and making you feel like you don't measure up? Former President Theodore Roosevelt is credited with saying, comparison is a thief of joy. And President Roosevelt passed away a long time ago. So this makes it abundantly clear that comparison has been a longtime robber of joy. And today, we have social media and access to so much content right at our fingertips. So it's so hard to not compare ourselves to others. We compare our careers, our living situations, our hobbies, our bodies, our social lives, our relationships. If you're a parent, perhaps your parenting skills and so many other things to what other people are doing. And that can make us feel inadequate and not worthy and lost and behind and so many other negative things. And then it holds us back. So that's what we're really going to talk about today, that, that comparison and how it holds you back. So, are you not doing something because you don't even know where to start and you're comparing that to someone who's been doing what you want to do for years? Have you created some type of timeline for your life and while you're not hitting the timeline you'd hoped to in the you know time that you set for yourself, you seem to find yourself surrounded by others who are seemingly living the life you thought you would be? If you're answering yes to either of those questions, which I'm guessing you are because you're listening to this podcast, it's truly no wonder why so many of us struggle with anxiety. There are so many problems with comparison though. Let's start with social media. I love social media for so many things, but I also often find myself in a trap of comparison as I'm scrolling through. Why? Because mostly social media is the highlight reel of someone's life. Most people aren't posting their ugly cry sessions after a stressful day, their relationship problems, or when they don't get like a job offer they want, or when things aren't going quite the way they planned. People do, however, post the celebrations after a really great day, when their partner does something super nice and unexpected, or when they land a dream job. I'll use my own Instagram to kind of illustrate this um, and give you some insight as to what was really going on in my life when I was posting the highlight reel. So I scrolled back a little ways and in April of 2019, I posted a fun jumping photo with the caption, carefree and happy. What most people didn't know was that I was feeling incredibly lost. My marriage was breaking down and I was going through one of the most trying times of my adult life. I was happy in that moment and carefree in that moment, but outside of that moment in time, I was not happy and I certainly wasn't carefree. But looking at my Instagram during this time, you'd probably assume that everything was fine. The reality was though, I was sad, anxious, stressed, and just feeling really lost. And literally a month after I posted that, I started going to therapy because I just couldn't deal with 
all of the emotions going on in my life at that time. Now, fast forward to November of 2020, and you'll see photos of me smiling with friends and family, making life look really great. What you don't see is the mess of emotions that come from splitting with my ex-husband weeks prior to those pictures being posted. My Instagram is full of smiling, happy photos. And don't get me wrong, I am a very smiley, happy person. And it's not that these moments weren't genuine, because they were. However, there was so much going on in my life behind the scenes that I wasn't broadcasting out on Instagram for the world to see because it was messy, emotional, quite honestly, not anybody's business at that point in time. And it would ruin the perception of perfect that I was trying to display. Now, again, I don't think that sharing every detail of life on social media is something that we should do because some things are meant to be personal and kept private and offline. However, I do think it would be so much easier for so many people if we posted some of those messy, unsexy moments um, to help people realize that no one has a perfect life. And while my Instagram is still kind of a highlight reel in many ways, with this podcast, I'm pushing myself to be more raw and vulnerable with the goal of making you feel less alone when you're going through all of the ups and downs on this crazy ride called life and, you know, hopefully give you some little tidbits of information to um, help you get through those moments because you are not alone. And what I've learned through all of this is being honest and not being perfect really makes you more relatable and helps cultivate connections with people. So I would encourage you if you're not already step like doing this and you know breaking down those walls of perfection that maybe you've put up uh, to start breaking them down and start being a little bit more real with people. And when you do this, you just might find that you connect with others who are going through similar things or have similar desires and interests. And that connection is so important in getting you through certain points in life um, and making you feel less alone. So just something to think about. But what if you find yourself not doing something because you're comparing your beginner, no idea where to start self, to someone who's been doing what you want to do for a while? I have a tendency to do this, and honestly, it just stops me from doing so many things. And I've started to ask myself questions that get me out of this mindset. So some of these questions I ask myself are, what if people didn't go to med school or nursing school because there are already so many great doctors and nurses already? Or what if people didn't go into teaching because no one could possibly be better than their fourth grade teacher or their middle school math teacher? Nothing would get done. And eventually, there would be no one left to do these super important jobs. The world needs more doctors, nurses, teachers, and honestly, probably whatever profession it is that you want to pursue. And as a reminder, no one is doing anything exactly like you would do it because you have your own personality, your own perception, your own understanding, your own way of connecting, and your own why. And there is no one in this world who is exactly like you at all. Thank God, because the world needs each individual unique person and the world needs what you have to offer. So for me, what this looks like is I've always wanted to pursue photography or at least since I was 23. So at least for the last like seven years. And up until recently, I haven't done much with it. I'd scroll through Instagram and Facebook and see so many really talented photographers and think to myself, my pictures don't look like theirs. 
and they're already super talented and why would I bother? Like market's saturated. Um, it's not something I should pursue. And I also wasn't entirely sure how I even wanted to get started. But it's been something that's been on my heart for so long. So in February, I finally reached out to a photographer. Uh, her name is Alicia, um, whose work I just absolutely love. And I asked for advice. I actually sent her a message asking if she'd be up for grabbing coffee and chatting. Um, and it turned into a conversation. Um, and I signed up to do a one-year mentorship with her. And guys, like, let me tell you, so far I have zero regrets. We're literally just getting started. I just started um, in April with her, but I'm learning so much already and her energy is so amazing. And she's been at this for five years and her work is absolutely stunning. So check out Meraki Portraits if you wanna see her work. Um, I'm also talking to Alicia about being a guest on this podcast sometime in the future because her journey to get to where she is now is super inspiring and I think it's something a lot of you would connect with. So stay tuned for that. Um, but sometimes overcoming comparison means reaching out to someone who's already doing what you want to do because they've been where you've been. And when you do this, when you reach out to them, if they're willing to talk to you, you may gain some valuable insight into the road it took them to get where they are now. And they also may share some super important knowledge with you as to how you can pursue your dream. And they may even take you under their wing, teach you all of the things, act as a mentor for you, and hold you accountable. And you never know what could happen unless you ask. And the worst thing that anybody's ever probably going to say to you is, no, I'm not interested in doing that, or they're just not going to respond to you. But what I've learned is that when people are really passionate about something, they want to share that passion with others. And so a lot of times they will be willing to talk to you. Uh, but comparing yourself and your skills to someone who has been at something for years is doing a disservice, not only to yourself, but to the world that's being robbed of your potential. So girl, what I'm trying to tell you is that you don't know what's going on or what has gone on behind the scenes in the lives of others. You're seeing highlight reels and successes, but what you're not often seeing is the ugly crying, the struggles, and the failures, which can just make you feel like you're not measuring up. And just because you aren't where you want to be or where you thought you would be doesn't mean that you're behind or that you're less deserving. So many of the people that you're comparing yourself to have felt exactly like you might be feeling right now. So keep going and try to stop comparing yourself to the curated content that you see all over the TV and the internet and your social media feeds. You are wildly capable and so deserving of living the life that you want. So in case you need to hear it today, I love you. The world needs what you have to offer and you are wildly capable. And I believe in you. So stop letting comparison steal your joy and hold you back and start running after the life you want. You've got this and I can't wait to see what you do. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved what you heard, it would mean the world to me if you would share it on Instagram and tag me at lovelaughlins so we can connect. Until next time, keep loving, laughing, and letting it go.